Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome here to Ogarney Park, 86 Mile Bridge, for the final group game here in this intermediate uh, championship between East Clare neighbours, Tulla and Bray. Tulla in the cloud and gold, and Bray in the traditional uh, black and amber. Also in this group, Heineken in the morning and Ogarney play uh, in Shannon. And as the table stands at the moment, it is Bray Core on top with three points, Tulla and Ogarney have two, but Heineken in the morning have one. Anything can happen in this group, so expect many twists and turns. I'm joined in comments today, there's always core commentator Pat McNamara, and our guest on response again uh, this afternoon um, is Patsy Betty. Patsy and Pat, you're both very, very welcome. Thank you, yeah. uh, Patsy, we're going to start with you. You saw Blake uh, the last day, the, the full game down in Whitecliffe. Tuller, this is probably a step up for Blake here today. It is a step up, but um, you know, looking at Tuller's first round uh, last to, 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 to a good one, you know, he was kind of nearly, you know, winner, winner go home for Tuller the last time and they produced the goods against Ernie Kilimora uh, with some nice long-range shooting in my view I, I went to watch that in Gorteen then uh, judging by the Badaik and uh, Ogunla man match he took a, a, a life of his own Leo and look it was, it was really shiny for the first half and really in fairness the likes of Tomas Wiley uh, Sean Wiley and really did the set up of the back step when he snuffed out to Ogunla flowers in the second half that gave a Badaik the platform to win the game yeah first part that's how I got you we're going to give you the line out of both teams with Chris McGuire's and then in the middle starting with the Black and Amber of Badaik. In goals is number one, Seamus Quigley, Anna Dyle, Tiana Statue, and Cormac Tracy make up the full back line. Carl Dyle, Sean Wiley, the team captain, Carl Ginner, the half back line. Sean Brown and Tommy Wiley are in the middle of the field. Thomas Minogue, Sean Dyle, and Jamie O'Donnell, the half forward line. With Patrick Fitzgerald, William Fitzgerald, and Ian Murray, the full forward line. Daniel Vaughan is lined out in goals for Tuller. Neil McInerney, Paul Lynch, Fergal County. Sean Torpy, David Layden, or Tony Layden, and Kevin Conlon is the half back line. David Meehan and Paul McConnell in the middle of the field. Sean Richard Jimmy O'Gorman and David McInerney to have power line with Darrell Curry, Niall Bolton and the Canadian for back line. Pat, your toss pre-match. Again, Leo, it's a derby game. Every neighbouring clubs and I uh, see Chris Wilkham giving us a nice wave there. It looks to be in good form. Uh, but anyway, uh, look, I really think this will go either way. Tyler are, are highly more favourable for this championship early on and for this group than Berlake would have been. And as I said, Berlake with a full squad, Leo, I think would beat most teams in this intermediate. The defences against most of the teams. However, understrength as they are, I think the defensive Tyler will do this by two or three. Yeah, and there's a change in the right team. Jenny O'Donnell down to midfield in a switch to Sean Brown, and he has one Conway to fight the right, defending the goals at the Kilmoryans. And they have a chance for Tuller, a shot on the tongue, and that's a very early score from the stick of Andrew Conheedy, a very promising embrace player. And maybe doesn't always deliver any potential, but I tell you one thing, he has set the Tuller attack on fire here. 30 seconds gone, Tuller at one point, Bright no score, the ball comes out to McInerney, McInerney lets fly, the old ground ball comes out, out to Nye Bolton, Nye Bolton comes out from Tuller, is he going to shoot off his left? Big chase by Jamie O'Donnell, gets the ball in to the midfield of David Meehan, David Meehan out to the left hand side, not right, Pat McInerney, Tuller had come and are setting down the intensity straight away, completely on top, it is only one minute gone. Start of a confidence, Leo, I mean, okay, but like he's definitely into it, it's early days, he just didn't get a, a foothold in the game, but let him show the way. Oh, what is the and here it is, it is Kahiti again, he's two points on the ball and this man uh, bust him the scene a number of years ago with a great performance against Scarlett and the champion down in Shannon in the first half. Patsy Fahey, this is alarming for like two points down in the first couple of minutes. Yeah, they were shot earlier and got caught and Kahiti ready well, but look at that puck out as it is into the full fire of the break. In towards Ian Murray, Ian Murray, but Tony Dayton goes to ground uh, for Tuller and he gets at the county minor from last year. Kicks that ball out. Who's going to be out there? Only the midfield of David Meehan. David Meehan is robbed by Ian Murray. Shawnee Dyke tried to get it up for the break. 
Dan Bohan, who's been in the goal to the school in, and here come Tara, call out to be Jamie O'Donnell trying to get for right, Tom Malone trying to get it for the right. We are at 65 metres out from the Tuller goals. Beautiful day here in six miles, sun is shining, pitching in immaculate condition, uh, throwing from Chris McGuire, Whitey Lawn, the Parker, Jamie O'Donnell going in there, Karshani Dye going in there with Paulie Mud Conway, Mud Conway, who have been a great player for Tuller, gets the ball, it comes out to David McInerney, McInerney for Tuller, and here he goes, David McInerney, the hand is up for advantage, David McInerney, is he going to shot? And it goes to the left hand side and gone wide, but the ball is brought back for a free and a foul on McInerney. McInerney's experience is going to be crucial, Pat, and already he's sitting down the, the template, running at that right difference. Yeah, and a good decision there by Chris McGuire. So, you know, he had, he, had the, um, he had the advantage called for, and the ball was brought wide within three or four seconds, so right thing to give it back. However, you know, but they're making that. Look, he's a quality player, Leo. Strong, he's pacey, uh, he's a great striker of the ball. But he's everything that required in the top class. So, back to really great forward the player earlier in the year and I'm sure he's carried that forward at the club and at his intermediate level you know, you know David McInerney can really dominate on this but I put really 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 tabs at him and here's a free right in the middle of the field from Sean Whitcomb the man who was sent to St. Joseph Tuller in a happy final uh, earlier on this year when they defeated Arts Club Reach that day inside the gate of Dom does Whitcomb mention Tuller's need Whitcomb indeed as a Tuller's need is three points for Tuller no score yet for Bodike that's a dream set for Tuller Petsy a dream start but I won't play a game you know they just, need, they just need a turnover ball, something to set the, set the pulses racing again. But I, but I just need something good to happen now in the next few minutes to get back in, back on track. And that ball is hit off and quickly out to Shani Dyer. Shani Dyer is being challenged by Tony Layden. He loses out the ball. The ball is coming out uh, to Darrell Colley. Darrell Colley with Layden coming through for Tuller again. But he's robbed by Jamie O'Donnell. Good ball from Jamie O'Donnell into Murray. Murray gets out in front of Kevin Conlon. Murray shoots at his left hand side. This is a chance for Tom Malone. The ball is going to break for Tom Malone. Is Tom Malone going to keep it in play? Tom Malone does keep it in play. The man who whose goal won the intermediate league final against O'Kellers Mills. Tom Malone is being fouled. He's being fouled. That's good play by you, Malone. Sean, great leadership. Good start uh, for the, into the game for Tom Malone. Tuller three points. But I can score. But a chance here for the free take on Johnny Dyke. That night to get an early score. Uh, Shani, thanks to Sean. I feel so Leo without putting too much pressure on him. But a good ball from Murray. Uh, a little lob and pass into, into, uh, into the forward inside. And he did well, actually. Malone did well, actually, to win the free uh, down the end line. He had to be fighting to do. But uh, I think Chris had no free to win away. Uh, and you take Kutcher Gate. Just, but I get, get this look at it. It's got a game on. Three points to one is, is very expected any game to be after after Friday, about four or five minutes. So, uh, Chester Shawnee now, just about 15 left in the middle of the road. No other player. Uh, over there, from the sick of Shawnee Dive, three points to one. This podcast brought to you, Sosa, Dev Fred Jr. Alongside Broadcaster, Broadcaster Mike Brown Construction. And my next sponsor today is Calvin House, Intern Granny, the proprietor, Teresa Brown. They are good puck out from Dan as we speak, Sean Brown goes to the ball. Here comes Tuller. Tuller coming through. That's the ball. Back out. Out to, uh, to Darrell Colley. Darrell comes up. He's left inside. Gets out in front of uh, uh, Colin McKenna. Over the bar. Four points now for uh, Tuller. But I with just the one score. And Patsy, but I couldn't get, get their matchups fairly right. Yeah, that was too easy. You know, the ball just broke for free. And, you know, Tuller just getting position. A little bit too easy now at the moment. And I'm on the attack yet again now. Yeah. And the ball breaking down, the ball goes in behind, and the lets it in behind, as he can in front of Sean Whittacombe. Tuller just getting too much space. Tierman Staffley, the full back coming down, being man down by, being chased down by, by Niall Bolton, Niall Bolton, and coming out, being held there, being fouled by Sean Whittacombe. Bad does well, there's a free out coming for uh, the goalkeeper, Seamus Quigley. But Pat, as Patsy said, out the field, Tuller just seems to win the ball at ease. Well, that last point for uh, Darrell Coy, two, two bright players missed the ball passing through, that should not happen. The one was, was just stop a, a bit of 
Billings and stuff, I will be able to go to the front for another level. Sean Brown, a young player, as I said, had a fine game the last day. But good cool defending by Clemens Lattery and by uh, Andy Dyne there to, to win that free out. They broke out the free from Quigley, drives up to the corner, looking for Murray. Murray, good, 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 good touch on Murray, but he's going to be robbed by, by Fairfield County. Tom Minow comes in for Blake, but he leaves. The wing back is Kevin Condon. Condon with a pop pass to County. County drives his ball down the corner, looking for his TMS Statue and Niall Bolton. Niall is the hand and Statue as he comes out. Statue goes well, tries to win the ball down here in front of the Tonner Dugout. Well, here, just under 21. Who has the ball? It's going to be a free out. Statue does very, very well. Goes to ground, took on uh, Niall Bolton. He was fouled there in touch uh, by the Darren, by Darren Curry as he came through. Statue's a good fullback, that's it. Yeah, he, he read that ball well. It was probably the only ball the Tonner lad could, uh, could, could, could put it. And he was out in front, and he was probably fouled in the middle, but he, you know, he got his free. Shannon's quickly standing over. It should be, it should be around the 21 if he, if he connects him well with it. It's four points in Tuller. One for the bike here, and the time as the clock goes, it goes on. The ball goes on to Murray, but Kevin Condon is out in front of Murray. Murray seems to be carrying a leg injury, even at this early stage, and it just turns up the goals. The ball comes out to Carl McKinnon. McKinnon goes down. McKinnon does well. A hand pass. McKinnon gets it back to Jamie O'Donnell. Jamie O'Donnell hits the ball straight into, into Dara Curry. Dara Curry turns off his left hand side. Out to the right hand side and gone wide and but I, I think Pat will just have to maybe settle down, deliver long ball in, having a man like Paddy Fitz inside, they have to be getting the ball into him. The penalty on the right, you know, it was Jenny O'Donnell, I think, gave away an, an awful ball right? he would have driven the ball himself or he could have just taken it on. He just gave it all password looking and uh Darren Collins the last time he should give it to him, but Darren put it a foot left and wide, so a little bit of a let off there for but I just need to settle down here. I mean the the I think there's a smart team. You know, they're a young team, you see, and that's the difference. There's a little bit of pressure, Pat. Yeah, coming into a top yeah, exactly. table. Exactly. You know, there's a little bit of pressure. It's going to take a few minutes to, to, to settle. To get a rhythm going, yeah. Uh, Imoni looks like he's limping there. But one of the key matchups, probably, and it looks like uh, Carl Dyden will be on Davy Mack here. Uh, Carl is just focusing on Davy Mack now, which is very important now as well. Yeah, they'll have to get it right. It's, it's four points for Tuller. One uh, for Balai. Quigley with the more cold gains a few yards out from the square, drives it off the far side of the beam, and it only goes straight to McInerney. And McInerney he drives the ball down, down towards Whittigam, Whittigam, Whittigam being chased there by Ian Adai, gets in, here comes Whittigam, is he going to shoot the pass as a runner, and McInerney is coming through, McInerney, I thought he may be, McInerney, he's going to be chatted up by Wiley, Sean Wiley, Wiley, who came into game with injury, McInerney going through, the ball breaks out to Kahidi, but Cahill Dyle doing very, very well, and Sean Wiley gone down injured, and Pat McNamara, we know that Sean Wiley um, has been not well yeah. uh, leading in this game, this game, and maybe a surprise to see him out there at all, you know, he is the, the captain of the team, but you know, but fair play to be. He got up yeah. straight away. I know he's limping, but he didn't hang. hang he didn't stay down the round rolling and looking for looking for attention. Although there is a free at the Tulla, uh, he wasn't able to finish the shots. David McKinnon and Burton through the middle of Look, he's a handful for any. Doesn't there's not many players in, in player club hurling that's going to handle him on his best day. It looks like he's staff on his best day. That'll be a real challenge for for. I, I'd be thinking that. I'd be thinking that. Uh, you know, maybe maybe there's a, a case to be made for putting maybe two around David McKinnon because you know you'd be hoping the others wouldn't do the same damage, but. Uh, Maybe early stages. Five here one. comes Quigley with the puck out. Looking for options. Options not, not moving. Pays him. And he finds McInerney with the second puck out in a row. Not the greatest puck out from Quigley. And the ball comes out to David Meehan. David Meehan for Tuller. Tuller are coming through with Darren Curry. Darren Curry has the freedom of the path. Darren Curry, but Darren Curry's shot goes out to the right hand side and gone by Petty Petty. The alarming signs are there. Big time for like They're just not. There's no intensity to their play. They're not picking up their men as quickly go shot to tear the statue. The alarming signs are that the, the, the puck outs are not finding their men in the The long range puck outs have been swamped by Tuller. So now they're gone shot and it looks like they're in trouble again. 
and his tail is definitely definitely and caught up being swarmed by the tunnel then and the ball comes out to Derek Hoy McKenna comes in good play by young McKenna goes back and he only passes the ball he gives it back to Stathry Stathry trying to get out he's cold <laughs> looking to get a free there pass yeah he, he kind of saw Gat Leo but you know he, he went down easily knowing that he was in traffic and he might get the free he got the free I think Niall Walton has been being pulled for it but uh, so again we've been experienced different but like that the hand pass was given back into traffic rather than out, out to the, someone on the wing look at they are a little bit overpowered at the moment and uh, they just need to settle down to get a point now and make it 5-2 you know and I'll carry on into the, into the second quarter maybe but it's nine and a half nine, nearly ten minutes gone they just need to settle down I think they need like, make a stop start game of it have line balls have sidelines have freeze have, have, you know, just, stop the, just stop the momentum of Tuller because Tuller are on a roll yeah there's a bit of I think Jim Hickey having a moment but I mean Sean Dyle takes this free Sean he takes it he's in over the bar he's got out to the left right. hand side and gone wide Heineken more than one goal and six of one or two points. Mm. I tell you one thing, this this, this group is a long way to go. Could, anything could happen with ten bahan with the puck out and uh, for but Paul Tuller gets the ball down, down towards Sean White, he's picked up by Tom Minogue, in fairness Minogue has started well for Bernard, but just not able to get away from the challenge, being backed up by, by Parry, the bullet, Will Conway at the ball, but it comes out to McInerney, and McInerney, maybe people saying he hasn't played his best hurler for Tuller, but he gets a great ball down, Kahidi, Kahidi and Tracy, Tracy does well, Tracy who missed the win over Wonder, Shepard's that ball all over the line, line ball, and for Bernard, Carl McKinnon has one back to take it, it's five points for Tuller, one for Bernard, no, the whole Leo that Tull have done, I suppose we'd be saying to be up by more, but Eric, four points is not minute at the moment. If Bodai can certainly get a couple of scores on the board, the other side, you know, you'd say Bodai could be very happy with the position they're being only down to four points at the moment. You know, but they just need to hold better. I see Paddy Fitz has got out, got out to feel the small bit now, hoping for a bit of ball as he's starved from being inside. Leo, one other thing, sorry, I recommend Leo, and that is looking at the players along the field, Tull have an advantage in physical stakes, and they're bigger men in most positions. Not all by any means, but certainly, uh, you know, in a few positions they have a lot of strong men, uh, more, a bit more maybe developed in terms of experience and, and physicality as well as, as, but as Patsy says the game is still there look it's just a matter of, 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 of but I exactly don't let a gap develop at all and the ball is won by Jamie O'Donnell Jamie O'Donnell gets away from the tackle of uh, Derek Curry the Shawnee Dyer loses out there to McInerney who gives the ball to Layden Layden is going to open up the left shoulder this is the ball for Tony Layden straight over the black dot six line for Tuller one for Burdick and Patsy Fahey Tuller dominant in almost every position again another turnover ball but I had the ball in the hand, they're trying to go across the middle, but they're, they're going across into, 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 into a savage uh, patch there with all Tuller, Tuller people there, and again there's an easy turnover for Tuller and the ball over the back. Broken down by Sean Brown. Sean Brown goes well. Gets the ball out to Murray. Murray, but Murray loses to Sean Torpy. And Sean Torpy just gets the ball. And Curry has another free shot here. We can nail this one. We can nail that one. It's seven points for Tuller, one for Bernard. They're just getting free pucks, Pat McNamara. Darren Curry has the free throw of Ogani Tartio. Not at the moment, but he certainly has the freedom of the park, and he's, you know, he's the one. And there's two or three players in every team you don't get freedom to. And uh, maybe there's more less, less, less quality players you might leave loose for now and again because they might do too much damage. Darren Curry falls into the form where you don't even lose. Feel, feel, take Look, one of the bright lights for Bernard Cleo is here in the I love watching him as a fullback, young, a young man, and I think he's a great future. Yeah, he, he's the one man, he's attacking the ball there, you know, but it's just incessant. He's Bernard Cleo's and he's been bombarded with balls in. Three pucks coming in from outside Patsy. Unless you get the ball cut intensity outside, yeah. you're only asking for trouble. It looks like Sean Wiley has a bit of a limp in him now. I'd say Gallicari's picked up set of foul, but he's got out to midfield, and then that leaves the, the, you know, 
Shawmoyle, no man's land, do I go, do I follow? So uh, they're not giving the matchups right at the moment until they've a lot of space. That part breaks all inside, it goes out for 65 off the hand, I'd say, of uh, Tony Laden. Paddy Fitz was lighting with intent inside on the edge of the square, but the ball came off uh, Tony Laden and the ball out for a 65. That doesn't matter, but I need a score on every, every, every time from this 65. Yeah, they do, of course. And it's fresh on, on, John, on Johnny Red with a brilliant game there. So we know how good the striker the ball here. But you know, lots of fire on these young shoulders because uh, they're the rest of the team out and functioning that well. And look at what I would need Paddy Fitz to come into it. And Paddy, you know, if the ball isn't going up easy, Paddy just have to start winning ball because, you know, he has the ability. Fantastic man to catch a ball, brilliant feet, and the hands to die for. So look at Paddy, has to come into it for Paddy Leo to close this gap. And if he doesn't, you know, Johnny Doyle can do it on his own. And here's Sean, if he's up to 65. Does he nail this one? Indeed, he does. He nails this one. It's now you know, seven, seven points for Bodeik. Seven points for Tuller. Two for Bodeik. And a quick puck out to Leighton from Dan Vaughan. James Shawnee Dyke should win this ball at centre power. Then the ball comes to Tommy Wiley. But Tommy Wiley is beaten by Mon Conroy. Mon Conroy gets the ball out to Meehan. Meehan finds the sanctuary at the far sideline. And a line ball for Bodeik. Over on the wing back with this in there. It looks like Carl Ryan, the vice captain, going back, going back to take this one. Seven points uh, for Tuller. Eight points, or uh, two points uh, for Bodeik. But I just need to dig in Patsy staying again. Yeah, the one thing the Tuller are doing, they're kind of rotating the forwards. And I thought uh, that uh, Daryl Collier was centre, and then he went wing, and now he's back centre. So they're really rotating, and unless Bodai go man on man, no matter what position he is, it's going to be loose stuff around the field. Again, another loose ball, and Tuller got it. There's just eating up ball down there at the centre back position. The ball comes out to Kanhidi. Kanhidi in chase by Tracy. And I see David Meehan gone inside on his own. This is the end of ball, and towards back both, and then Meehan has gone inside. Here comes Barton, he gets away from Stetrick. Goal! Niall Barton, the score. Scorer from, from the Carrollton goal of Tonner. Perfect ball, put in, in front of Niall Barton. He got the ball round the Stetrick, back of the net. One goal and seven for Tonner, two points. Betsy, but I kept stepping in the score because they, they do as well here, but that, that ball was just like what Pat said. A bit of physicality from Niall Barton, got, got the one on one. And, you know, if there was a team of slaps, he could, could only do so much. Uh, he was so close to the goal when he got it, he was only about 10 yards out, he just turned and shot to the net. It might have been the case for Taylor and giving away the error there earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the game, we've seen in the last day where Daniel Tracy, let me take this here now. I think there's a cause, maybe, but there's a free in. A free in for Blake and Cooper, the fuck of the law, in the crews of Chris McGuire. And a free on Shawnee Dye, whereby by further can I think to soften up. Shawnee Dye puts this in over the bear. Now one goal and seven for Tuller. Three points for Bodeik. We're half for two in the second half. We know what Bodeik done the last day at halftime. You know, they kind of, as Sean alluded to in his post-match interview, they kind of did a bit of remedy work, a bit of surgery. But the surgery could be too far gone now the old halftime. They don't have to rectify it now before halftime. And the ball breaks out and it's cut. Got by Jimmy O'Connor and Jimmy O'Connor, and this is a day in the box. Barton has it again. Kennedy has it for Tuller. Round the 21. Kennedy just turns off his pitch. Over the bar. I tell you, Kennedy's on fire today. One goal and eight now for Tuller. Three points for Bodai. Now Barton. A physical man, Pat McNamara, breaking every ball as it goes in there. Yeah, but, uh, great. That's two great balls to get in a row. No. Two fabulous balls in. Jimmy O'Gallon is very, very well there. Jimmy O'Gallon is a player I'd I like to see more of today because uh, I think he's very promising. Hey. And the ball breaks out to Fergal County. Does get, they're getting a free run here at the moment. Fergal County gets the ball down. Looking for Kennedy. Kennedy. With a brilliant control, Kennedy getting time. Turns off his left hand side. Puts the ball in towards Wittigan and tries to. Martin has gone again. He's got a shot. A shot. Oh, and it goes out. In fairness, gives credit. Uh, Stafford credit there. Uh, yeah. Get the pressure on him. Get the goal side.
saved him and make sure he didn't get a clean shot on the goal and uh, I think Cotton with his trench should have taken him on there and brought it all the way but uh, it wide. Here's the ball for Patrick Fitzgerald. Patrick trying to get ahead of Mulcahy. Conway comes in up his right hand side. A shot from Fitzgerald is going in towards Dan Vaughan. Dan Vaughan, oh, and I think it was it Ian Murray and Ian Murray. There could be a penalty. I think there could be a penalty oh, yeah. because the cornerback had Ian Murray cut by the jersey going in. There was a late pull across Murray. I think this could be a penalty. He hasn't made the penalty this England. He certainly had one down and he says a jersey pull for sure. What situation going out to the sides earlier like a, like a goal 747 that hasn't happened yet? That ball, that ball was hanging, hanging Dan Vaughan and it is, it is, looks like it is a penalty yeah, inside. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, it's a light line, it's a light line for Bodeg, Leo. Looks like Paddy, Shawnee. Looks like Paddy, Shawnee. Looks like Paddy, I was a Shawnee guy, it was there, I think it was Kevin Conlon, and I see, is there a group, is Paul Lynch is having a wall down it with the referee. There was definitely a pull on the jersey of Murray as he went, as he went to tackle Dan Vaughan. I knew this as well, yeah, the goalie might come, but it was just dropping under the crossbar. Murray was really coming across just to maybe put off the goalkeeper, and a slap came in, but this is, this is absolutely huge now in the context of the game. And it's Patrick Fitzgerald coming up against Dan Vaughan, both of them might have been took together for Tolliver Ike in 2000 and talked to him, didn't know him quite well. Vaughan has a good record of seven penalties, Pat McNamara. Vaughan has a good, he's a good goalie here, we've seen him do it before, and they to get down low to a ball even for a tall guy, so Paddy Fitz is in low, can he do anywhere you like, top spin, low, high, or place it. So let's see when you just when you just go for power here, what do you think, Leo, power or facing? I'd say he has to go to Dan Vaughan's right, Dan Vaughan would be very strong off his left hand side, he has to go to his right hand side, it has to be a goal below, it has to be a goal, it has to be low. Patrick Fitz, Pollock McCowell, a shot, a great save by Vaughan, and in, and Pollock comes out with the ball. And I don't know if he should have, he went to the right, but not down off to the corner, but we said Vaughan, Vaughan has a great record of seven penalties and the score remains, one goal and eight for Tuller, three points for Ruban Diga, Jimmy O'Gorman comes out, there's a real pepper to Tuller's step, Shawnee died for the right, he's been battered up there by Thurgood County, Shawnee died, he's robbed by Jimmy O'Gorman, Jimmy O'Gorman gets the ball out, he comes to Thomas Riley, Tommy the young player, Tommy with a great cross the ball, too good of a ball for Tom Minogue, as Kevin Conlon comes across in front of Tom Minogue, and the ball races out over the side like two goals and eight for Ivy Kill in the one ball and three, for a gun look, I tell you the Nets, the lads on the line, whoever they are with the Nets and the, and, and, and the calculators, I tell you the score difference is going to be huge in this one. But Leo, great call by you there and then as well. What a save, now that was not a need for Petty Connor, well, it wasn't, it wasn't too far from O'Gorman, but he still had to die with a bit, I've got O'Gorman bond, and uh, I come to the top, that's it. And a, a line ball coming here up, now McKenna goes up for a proper night, but the ball breaks out to Ipeal, Jamie O'Donnell, O'Donnell, O'Donnell takes it into traffic and is fouled by Jimmy O'Gorman, free for, for Budike, and this has to be a, a, a score, and Budike, it looks like Patrick Fitz is coming across to take, no, Charlie Dyer is coming across to take a Timmy Hunt, Timmy Hunt, one of the sexes of Tuller, uh, being Timmy very, very courteous today, he the ball back for the free. Timmy doesn't know the rule, his selectors can't, can't have a holly in his hand, he's, he's carrying the holly like and Pokemon this on goal on cool baller Donald O'Hawkon the man who took after saving a penalty 20 minutes gone here in this first half of the broadcast got your association Del Crowley Jordan alongside broadcast sponsored by Michael Lamp Construction and Caravan House under the propriety of Teresa Brown on that sponsor Carl McKinnon goes up to the county goes up high to get that one gives it to Minogue Minogue gives it to McKinnon again McKinnon is playing well for Mike and left perfect here's the ball out to Pollock McCall Paddy Fitz come along in front of the right so there's a turn in for Paddy Fitz it is turning from Paddy Fitz, one goal and eight for Tuller, four points for the right, 
there were two bright backs around there, I know, for, for the night, but they just seem to be getting the hold of the ball around there. And then they, they, they ran at them. They're a thick team. They should be running more at Twitter and see can they, can they suck in a few lads. And then the pop pass, that was on the Paddy Fitz working on the outside, couple of steps forward, and I'm bang over the bar. Bring us over the break. And there's a, a, a player on the injured for break over there, and I'm not sure if the lines have been called in, in, in to see what happens. Carl Dyke has gone down there. I see David McInerney was drinking uh, water. I think the referee is having a word with David McEnany over there. Pat, anything? Did you see anything there untoward? Oh, no, it's just to make sure everything was right and checking the time. So I was looking down, I, I'm doing an finger, I saw nothing. Good man, that, that is I, did, uh, I did not see it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see it. But it's going to be... Today is going to be resumed with a puck out from Donald O'Vaughan. And here we come as Tuller. See how far in the Tuller are, are staying inside. They're keeping but like well pinned back, giving plenty of space to Derek Curry as Vahan goes out here towards Jimmy O'Gorman. McKenna. McKenna does well as McGorman flick one hand. Could have been maybe pulled for a free for flicking the hurley, but a line ball for Budike. And Pat, you know, have Budike whether the star are, 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 are Tuller just in a lull at this moment. Uh, no, but I think we into the game in fairness. I mean, we know they have very good players here. They're very, very good young players. I mean, they didn't go from uh, being a pretty decent team or a goodish team uh, a, couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago to being a bad team overnight. Just totally got a, just totally got a snap and done a roll in them. And uh, David McInerney, uh, particularly, and Dara Curry, the two, I suppose, the two main men, if you like, are also uh, Edra Conheedy. Those three, Leo, just seem to get uh, a run on the ball, easy ball, no opposition stopping them, running through with scoring points. And uh, then, of course, Ballson's goal was, was too easy as well as the Dennis Lafferty, who's a fabulous young player, uh, full-back in my opinion, probably should have just put the arms around him, dragged him down, given the yellow, but uh, he, you know, he, he allowed him in front of the goal, uh, I suppose he didn't want to just give away the yellow card and the pressure for the rest of the game, so, but, but like, I think the game now, Leo, but I still think, you know, I don't think they have the experience or the power to carry that ball through tackles. And the ball is on with Sean Wiley, that free was won by Jamie O'Donnell, and the free was hit by Shawnee Dyle up to Penny Fitz, and the ball comes, Shawnee Dyle out now, being chased down by Dara Curry, oh, a high challenge by Jimmy O'Gorman, the ball is in, gone out over the line, but... I think he's criminal, uh, Patsy, but I've taken the ball into, ch into content, because, into tackle, because they're just not physically able to mend this taller challenge. No, that was tough from trying. Like, he's up along the line, like, so you have the line continued, and you have three taller lads continued as well. And probably, if you turn back, there was probably more available for, for, for a pop pass either. So he was a little bit of pressure there, uh, Leo. But, like, in fairness to, to Jamie O'Donnell, uh, he, he's had a... He's had a yeah, he's playing well. He's playing well. Now, we haven't seen much of Thomas Wiley. Thomas Wiley was in our, in our commentary also in the second half last week, and he has been... He has been uh, uh, he's been very quiet so far. They're probably going to need Thomas Wiley coming in, but uh, I'll just be looking at Thomas Wiley. He's probably marking uh, Dale Curry at the moment, so maybe he's trying to do what he did last week against O'Reilly and knock their best man. And that ball cut by cross by McInerney, looking for Whittingham. He's pleased away by Ian Adyle, down to Sean Wiley. Sean Wiley, going back into Sean Wiley is blocked down, but he's going to come to Tomas. Tomas O'Uli, the young player, being, being chased by David Meehan, finding it very hard to get out of the challenge, but Wiley does well. Coming out, Wiley gets a great ball up, but he's going to come to Jamie O'Donnell. Jamie, trying to B3 Tuller fellas, it comes McInerney is there, Jimmy O'Gorman is there, we're right 65 metres out from the Tuller goal, who, is, who has that ball? Willie fits his I know Willie plays a bit of rugby with Scarif, but he goes to ground and David McInerney, Willie and David McInerney, um, getting to the whole one quite well out there, I think Chris Maguire is going to throw in throw in the ball, Willie out now trying to add a bit of physicality to the out, out the field, see Kimberlake win a ball, it's one goal and eight, eight five, for yeah. five points, that's a six point margin. And there's a, a blood sub there. It looks like, is it, I'm not too sure who it is on this occasion. Uh, Chris Maguire calling for a, a, a blood sub. It looks like it's, it's Tuller. And it looks like, is it David McInerney or is it Sean, Sean Whittacombe? I'm not too sure. 
There's lads running in from all sides. It is a bike bloods up and, and Kieran. Cahill McKenna is getting it's attention Cahal as well. McKenna, who's mm-hmm. gone off on the far side mm-hmm. of the field, and Kieran Hickey, who I think was maybe unlucky to, to lose his, his place in the first 15 uh, here today. Head played well again, or going to the last day. The ball comes out, and here it comes to Tommy Wiley. You know, Tommy Wiley gets the ball down, but here's Paul Lynch, free, a free roll from Paul Lynch, and he launches this one down, down on top of Sean Wiley. Wiley hasn't, doesn't get up for it, but Tiernan Statsy does. Tiernan Statsy gets the ball out to Brown. Brown doesn't send, but Brown gives it to Sean Wiley. But I play Chart. He goes into the tackle of David Meehan. Ball up from Wiley up into the corner. Looking for no. Tom Minogue. Good catch by Tom Minogue. Minogue is being pulled back there by Fergal County. Tomorrow's no support coming, but Ike's support player not coming in as fast. He comes in. Who comes in? It's Jamie O'Donnell. O'Donnell, but it's Sean Torpy. Sean Torpy for Tulla. Been coming across his own goal. Being hooked and robbed by Tom Minogue. Minogue is working hard and that's brilliant play <laughs> by Tom Minogue. And Pat McNamara, Minogue, you know, is a man. You know he's a young player. He's going to give it all and he is giving it all for the Black and Amber there today. He was the only one for short for Dyke in the two, uh, first two or three minutes. Leo, he made a few great runs and, and, and took passes and gave passes and, and won ball. But there, that if this... If Shawnee can tap over this problem, which he should, it'll be down, it will go down as it will go down as um, an Oaks point, no question. He worked really hard for that one. It's one goal and eight for Tulla. It's five points for Bedike at the moment. Shawnee died with his 25 metre free. Splits the post. It's now one goal and five. One goal and eight coming to six points. 26 minutes gone here in the first half. And then Vaughan with the puck out. What can Tulla? Tulla would like to get a score before half time. You know, and here comes Dan Vaughan with but, the puck out. But, I suppose, but, but I could withdraw on the sweeper, so, uh, you know, so there's, there's a man free there. It looks like Sean Wiley's free now, so he's a good man to be sweeping up that ball, and he's actually picking up a bit of ball there while he's sweeping now, so to cut down the colour attack. Here he is now. And the ball is off with Derek Curry. Derek Curry trying to take on Sean Wiley. The ball beats both of them out over the line. Line ball going to be for Budike. I see Chris Whittingham going in there. He's not, he's not happy with that tackle, I think, from, from Sean Wiley. But, Pat, you know, Budike missing a lot of players, and, you know, they were in the quarterfinal of the championship last year, missing. Keeman, ah, yeah. Jack Minogue, Fionn Slattery, Kevin Drost, they're a massive loss to any team. Look, what you'd have, if this game was, was or if you had a full complement there, Keen Minogue would already have caught three balls over the clothes and driven them down the field and, and, and lifted the team a bit. And, you know, they're, they're missing that. Uh, the same with the same with Drost, I think, was a very, very fine wing back. Uh, Jack Minogue, another giant of a young player, and we hope he will get back to, to top class hurling, uh, to top class top hurling at, at least as soon as he can. But, uh, yeah, you, you know, the smaller clubs, Leo, like ourselves, very hard to carry those injuries. Maybe any club, in fairness. But uh, but I was still in the game, Leo. You know, one eight to six points doesn't look like a... Uh, without having really played at all, doesn't look too bad at all. That's probably entitled to free there. But, but uh, in fairness... Good run here by Paddy. Yeah, Paddy Fitz gets the ball up to Shawnee Dial, and here comes Paddy on the room. Oh, a high challenge there by this taller centre-back, David McInerney. That was high, there's no doubt about that. But the ball goes into Shawnee Dial, out to Mull Conroy. I don't know, is there a cam that, if you're... Counting it. Oh. Count, good trade by Carl, by Carl McTray. Oh, oh, that's it. That's oh. A, that, oh. is, that is a dangerous, dangerous tackle from Granidi. But Paddy Fitz puts the ball over the bar. That was yes. a terrible, uh, a terrible tackle uh, from Andrew Conheedy. And not and the not a Chris about it. doesn't go over and, and at least give him a yellow card for that. That is outrageous. And the, that was a, a reckless tackle. I've seen tackles. Let's break a man's hand. Gone, it was a handbreaker. Yeah, it was. And it he was. made no attempt to play the ball. But the oh. ball comes out. Out here come Tulla. It's now one goal and eight. Uh, it's, it's, to seven points in favour of Tulla and a free. 
Uh, forward given away there by Willie Fitzgerald. It's funny, Leo, to blow, blow a, 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 an innocuous tackle like just around beyond, which was a free, but what went on in front of our eyes here? I mean, there was one tough tackle on each side in the 10 seconds before it, right? He let both go, and then Conheedy, thinking this is the way to go, tears in and flakes across the handle of the hurley. Uh, of, was it Petty, Petty Fitz, was it? Uh, uh, Carl Dyle. Carl Dyle, yeah. sorry. The yeah, ball is down on the square. The ball, Bolton has it. It comes out to the same man, Conheedy, who's lucky to be on the field right. to play, and the ball goes out to the left-hand side and gone wide. It's but one goal and eight. But Ike, seven points. This broadcast brought to your associates, Derek Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael Long Construction, and our match sponsor is Teresa Brown there in Carnival House. That's Carmack Tracy, comes up the wing for me. Oh, but got a pass up and oh, not sure who he was looking for. It comes to Sean Torpy, and Sean Torpy delivers this one down to Bolton. She came as quickly as to advance. Oh, and he does advance, <laughs> and that's a free out. I tell you one thing, Tuller are not standing on Saturday, but no, I know Bolton couldn't hold back. He had momentum there, Torpia, and, and, and I suppose, you know, in fairness to Quigley, he was brave. The ball bounced him to his probably sent to catch a Torpia, or Bolton was flying in, trying to make contact with it. Two big men, but uh, I suppose, I think Seamus has done the right thing, go down, take the sting off the attack, and take a bit of, give it a bit of water, maybe, which is very, very badly, and there is water going around the place now, to both sides. I think Seamus has done the wise thing, but I think Seamus will bounce back up in another, maybe, 35 or 40 seconds when he gets a breather. We're going back to that free of he had he had no eyes on the ball. He None. just swung the holy uh, oh. with, with, with intent, and there was no ball in play at all. And look, we don't want to see anyone sent off. But, but Jim Hickey should have put the flag off straight away. That was within ten feet of him. Just on the Jim Hickey thing, I suppose Pat. Look, he's the linesman, I suppose. But I mean, if there was any in doubt yeah. of maybe a yellow or a red, he could have consulted Jim Hickey then. Yeah. Maybe. But like how Chris Maguire missed it. Like I know he had momentum going through, but like, he didn't even put up a hand for a, for an advantage. Like he just he just allowed the flake. Uh, and fairness, but I got a score out of it, but not to come over and 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 give him a yellow card for that. Sure, I'm sure Jim is being uh, told, and, 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 and not in any bad way, no. Yeah. But the, the Bright Mentors and Jim is down there. In fairness, Jim is listening to them, and they're nodding away there. And they say they get the point across. And they say Jim just realised that maybe Chris McGuire made but, a mistake, but, and he will remind him at half time. But the last five minutes for Bodike has been fantastic, really. They're, they're, they're well, back, back in the game, they're, they're big time. The yeah. I mean, yeah. for all the Holland Toll have done, one eight to seven points, and a penalty miss as well. God, I think yes, it could, it could be a point in it. But look, it's a free out for Quigley. Quigley is back on his feet. It takes a good bit to take him, knock him down. There was two minutes of injury time across Jim Hickey. In here and, and he ain't feeling too good down there. He's well winded down there from 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 uh, the attack. So you're going to take the free though. By, by Probably drive it, and drive it out 120 yards now. James, what's the delay? It's two goals and eleven for Ina Kilimo and one goal and seven for Ogunlo making a oh, bit of a Ian, comeback. Petty Fitz, uh, Ian Murray getting a bit of a is it changing? No, it's Petty Fitz. Oh, Petty Fitz, is it? Yeah, yeah. What's that? Referee Chris McGuire, Petty Fitz would be as well. Get yeah. up and get moving on with it. It's one goal and eight for Tullas, seven points uh, for uh, I can Petty has tied the boots, been well marshaled there by Fergal Carney, putting on the, uh, the required headgear. And here comes the free. The game is going to restart with this free from Seamus Quigley. Seamus Quigley for Bodike has to go along on this occasion. In, in Doesn't. Six, he makes a liar out of me and goes short. Out to Aina Dyle, the cornerback. Aina Dyle tries it. Fight the ball. It wasn't driven up the first time, but Dyle gets the ball up in the corner where Tony Layden is there for Tulla. Layden, who's sitting back in the sweeper's role, gets the ball out to, out to Bolton. Bolton pops the ball in. Here comes the bullet, Mulconry. Mulconry going to be take, taken down there by Jamie O'Donnell. Mulconry turns off his left. Is it turning? Is it turning? It's not. It's gone out to the right-hand side and gone wide and the score remains. Kumaluka scale and Tullock 1 8. But Ike is 7 points. Seamus quickly with the puck out for Bud Ike. And I think Artola allowing the sharp puck out. Seamus goes very close to the fair liner here on this one. Goes out looking for Fitz. Fitz goes up, puts up the hand. 
because the ball comes down to Murray. Murray seems to be carrying the leg down there. The ball is going to be back, caught by Liam McInerney for Tuller. McInerney gets it back to Fergal Kearney, and Kearney puts this one across, where Cormac Tracy is going to get out in front of Kennedy, and Kennedy is slow enough in going for this one. And the ball, a great ball from Brown up into the corner towards Tom Minogue. Tom Minogue and Sean Torpy. Torpy uses all his experience, puts in the bum and gets hits off Tom Minogue and puts him back out. And here comes Torpy coming across his own goals, gets out the hand pass, out to the, uh, the number 19. Number 19 is Tony Layden. Layden is a good, good touch. Gets the ball down. Where's Sean Whitey, the centre back? Here he comes, Whitey. But Whitey loses it to Conheedy. Here comes Conheedy, breaking down. He's been chased by Cormac Tracy. Gets the ball out to McInerney. A shot out to Bolton. Here comes Bolton. A shot from Nile Bolton. Go on, Andres Nolan. Another point from the stick of Nile Bolton. And that came from... And a poor touch from Sean Whitey. Yeah, he just it. took his eyes off it. He actually had the ball, but he was just looking up to where he delivered. And you know, when you took your eye off of the ball, he fumbled it, and it was, it was overturned by Tulla. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a score that just before half time is a big one for Tulla. One nine cleared. for Tulla, seven points for Dyke. The ball goes up to us, Patrick Fitz. Patrick Fitz. I think it was a, I think it was looking enough free myself on that occasion by Fergal Kearney. I think there was more in the last two. Uh, I think maybe that's a, a payback maybe for the it one is, that they should have got I mean, earlier. That was a 50-50 contested ball in my view. I don't think it was a, it was a free. Jim Hickey just cleared Michael Cobbins there from Garter. He was slipping down the, the Budike sideline. So when you slip down there in, in, a, in, a, in a heated <laughs> match like that, isn't the wise move by Michael. So Jim was, uh, he was an easy experience to get him back. But uh, free for Shawnee Dyle now uh, before halftime. Yeah. And it's 45 metre free. Shine Dyke splits the post. One goal and nine now for Tulla. Eight points for Brike. And there goes the Fedog. Aaron Laham here in O'Garney Park in, in, in Six Mile Bridge at half time. It's Tulla in the ascendancy by four points. Tulla one goal and nine. But I eight points. Pat McNamara, your thoughts? Well, I think of the two sides, I think going in genuinely, but I could be slightly the happier, Leo, because uh, they've, had, they've, they've been very much in the game in the last 10 minutes, but for the first 10, they were nearly run off the field. Uh, with, 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 I think they were kind of like rabbits in the headlights. You know, the freedom that David McInerney, um, Dara Corrie, Andrew Conheedy got in particular. I, I also love the play of, I think, Tony, Tony Layton is this fabulous player. Young, young, young player coming on the scene. What a player for Tulla. Brilliant, brilliant season last year at underage level, of course. And... Uh, and school, of course, so uh, uh, just be, you know, sending back there. Then the experience of, of uh, Paul Lynch and, and Sean Torpy and those, you know, they just dominated. And but I like looked like they were the headlights and they were trying to carry balls through tackles and play short in the back, it just wasn't working. They lost and off, there was a lot of turnovers, uh, were a little toll of points. However, as did as we knew they would, but Ike dug in and started getting into the game. And, and you know, good bits of effort, good play there from like the and Slattery at full back. In the dial there types, Cahal Dial trying his best there. Thomas Wiley, he's a few lovely balls. Thomas and Oak working very hard as well. And uh, Willie Fitz uh, got a couple of frees there and, and got a lovely point. And uh, a Paddy Fitz, I should say. And Jamie O'Donnell trying hard. So Shawnee is very, from the frees and he skipped a minute as well. So I think overall, Leo, uh, one, nine to eight points, a four point margin, I think Bereik would, would say, based on how the game went, that's not a bad position to be in at all. No, and I, I do concur with, with Pat on that one, Patsy. You know, but I probably lucky maybe to be only four points in, in, in behind. Well, considering the first 15 minutes, Tuller had yes, you'd you, you'd say that. But uh, and and even with the with the with the penalty save, you know, that, that would knock the, the wind out of out of most teams, especially when you're chasing a game and you get back into it. But Dyke, even after the penalty save, came back with a couple of points in a row. The sweeper has been has been used by Dyke, I think, uh, to stem the tide going in. Obviously, Bolton was getting a couple of balls, got a goal out of it. But Sean Wiley's dropped into that sweeper role now, and I think that has just settled. The 
ship. They're getting their hands on possession. They're able to move it up the field. They're not getting caught, like, like Pat says, maybe going in through bodies anymore. They're moving it. I think the, the, the Paddy Fitz coming out wing has, has helped them. Um, I think uh, young Minogue on the far side there, he said he's had a good game, Jamie O'Donnell. Um, you know, obviously, Carl McKenna has played well as well. So you look at there, there is there's a few people, um, you know, maybe not up to the standard that we saw against O'Gunlow, but they are just battling away, battling away. And to go in only four points down, to hear the scoreline coming out of Shannon, it's Aina Kinamona 2 11, O'Gunlow 1 7 at half time. That would suit uh, Abudike as well at the moment if they can keep the score, you know, somewhat close here, regardless of winning it. If if if, if Aina Kinamona can win it by a short short margin, I think Budike will be into the next round. But that's that's for another half of Holland. We yeah. said at the outset, Patty, that between swings and roundabouts, and that's exactly as it is. So as we take a break here from O'Garney Park at half time, in, in our broadcast brought to you associated with Derek Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction, and our, our match sponsor today, uh, Teresa Brown in Calaville House, there, Teresa and Derek who run a, a, a great ship over there in, in, in Tungrani. Um, their son also, uh, Derek James, listening out, 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 I think he's in England, he is at the moment, uh, a, a match um, instructor out there, you know. So, but look, any. It's a very good place to, to stay, and anyone is welcome at that stage. Great hospitality out there. So, as we take our break, it's Tullowood 9, but I get eight points. And you're welcome back to O'Garney Park here for the second half of this intermediate championship game between Bodike and Tulla East their neighbours and Tulla one goal and nine Bodike eight points at half time as we said this match brought to you so Credit Union our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction and our match sponsor today Claraville House Bed and Breakfast here in Tungrani in Scallop County Clare Theresa Brown the proprietor is an award winning four star fall to Ireland approved B&B and I suppose we can we can testify to that testament to that Pat Oh, Leo, absolutely great to see a, a local, I suppose, a local industry, a local service, if you like, uh, sponsoring our game today and, and, and having such interest in me. Wish them every success. A uh, beautiful spot that they have indeed, well run and, and uh, an asset to East Clare in general. So, uh, fair play to Theresa and all her gang there. So, uh, and her team are out in the field now, or at least. But yeah, I, but, I, I, but, I, no but I come back out in the field. And we'll also ask uh, the listeners uh, tuned in today that maybe they might give us a, a helping hand there uh, with uh, some fundraising that Scarab Bay Community are doing at the moment. So the last man standing uh, there, which the closing date is next Friday. Uh, you can tune in there to, uh, to Club Funder or to www.scarab Bay Community Radio. You'll be able to find it. It's 10, 10 euros ago. A, a so maybe you might give us a, a bit of support out there and help keep the radio in tune or on, on, on going. Uh, at the, keep it going as a lot of expenses incurred in trying to keep it all going and uh, not that the volunteers are in it's all volunteers so nothing to be gained out of it only just expenses and keep it going so you might help us out with that as the Claritin goal at Tulla make their way back onto the field I don't see I see Parik Mulkan right? looks like is he going off uh, for Tulla is there a change yeah. it looks like it looks like that uh, Dan Whittingham is into the middle of the field for Tulla looks like Mulkan I thought Mulcahy was playing okay, Petsy. Yeah, we could be carrying an injury or something there. Uh, the others, the taller lads are mentors are coming back out now and they're, they're ambling across and there doesn't seem to be any great panic with them maybe they want to see the uh, Ogunla Aine Kilnamona score as they come along which is probably a good uh, a good play maybe the Aine Kilnamona score could be over before the, the end of this match and and, and and both teams will be kind of checking it out to see uh, the score and average and all that kind of stuff it could come down to that yeah I see it. well I tell you they're worried about scoring average they're, they're worried about opening the score and average because they've done a curry getting in the digital square <laughs> so Niall Barton out, out at, at number 11 being marked by Sean Wiley uh, Tarakar, he had to know he's, he's inside himself and, and, and can he there inside and that's a important full forward line Jim, uh, Chris Maguire Timmy Hunt and Jim McInerney slowly making their way across the, the, the heller turf here of O'Garney Park as Fergal O'Brien comes across here to mend the line here uh, Dan Vaughan going many the goals here at uh, Kilmorian for the second half Seamus quickly above it at the school, school end and the 
The one thing, we have two teams, we have a referee, and now we have the requisite slitter pet. Yeah, but I, I was wondering but, but I kept, Chris, but I kept the heat with Gustav Chris here. Chris seemed to be escorting. As, 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 as I thought Chris, Chris Fittig might become president of Ireland there for a while. Then, uh, the ref was escorting him. Away go Tullis, straight away. Ball, and, and he's won by Sean Whittingham. Sean, Sean Whittingham gives it to Barton. A pop pass. Is Sean Whittingham going to have an... In, an in, and what? An yes. interesting <laughs> deduction. An inspired substitution. Sorry for Dan Whittingham. Dan, uh, brother of Sean. And, and another man who, who learned his education in St. Joseph. Tullis puts the ball over the mare. Good start for Tullis. One ten for Tullis. Eight points for like The ball goes out to Shiny Dyle but Shiny Dyle is beaten by McInerney McInerney gets the ball out here come Tully again Tony Layden trying to get Jamie O'Donnell in fairness O'Donnell is trying hard in the middle of the field for Ilana Parker like Tommy Wiley trying to get it Wiley tries to get it up there but Tully are very strong and McInerney is going to come out with this one for Tully we're over in front of the Tommy Morey stand Fergal Kearney gets it Tommy Wiley trying to break through not getting, not being allowed I, if he wasn't being pulled back there there was a ham wrestle I tell you it's, it's hectic, Patsy. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a scrum there, but there must have been nine or ten players in that. It looks like he's going to take the, the easy way out and throw in the ball here, maybe. No, not he's given, no, he's, he's given, free, he's given the free, uh, and yeah. Niall Bondon just uh, shakes his head and, you know, in, in, in amazement, and Tommy Wiley has a kind of an injury picked up. Sean Dyle, Johnny pucks his ball in, and Willie Fitz isn't even looking at the ball as it goes into Paddy Pet. Willie was going in for a chat with Dan Vaughan, <laughs> and the ball comes out here to Paul Lynch, and Paul Lynch gives it out to Tony Layden, who gets away from Sean Brown, who gives it out to Fergal Carney. You have to be concentrating at all times, eyeing the ball. Sean Wiley waiting for the ball, goes in as he gets out in front of Conheedy. Sean Wiley cuts that ball up along the left. Willie puts up the, up the hurley and blocks the ball down to Tom. But the ball is going to be cut off by Liam McInerney. Liam McInerney is a tidy defender. I thought he had, he had reason for a free there. Oh, to the high pull by Willie Fitz there. And another high one from Charlie yeah. as he comes. There has to be a free uh, for Tulla. A high, couple of high pulls there uh, from Bodike and Pat. The one thing they have to do is they have to keep their discipline. Yeah, I thought Willie saw a few high daisies there that were nine. He might say he let fly in the daisies. And uh, it, turned up that, it turned out that he fouled the, the Tulla event as well. But uh, Charlie Dyle came in for good measure as well. But... Uh, uh, yeah, a strange decision there by, by, by Willie a few minutes ago when Charlie took that free. Uh, you know, it was obvious the free was going to be struck in towards the, the it was, square. It was a strange decision because uh, it was actually in Shawnee Dyle's range, really, to be honest. Well, sure. he's uh, kind of lowish looking yeah, for the forward. Yeah, and he normally would, would strike it long and that's the reason looking Paul for the point to settle it down. But uh, he just kind of popped it in between the half forward line and full forward line. And uh, and like Leo said, uh, Willie Fitz wasn't, wasn't, even, wasn't even prepared. Tuned in at all, no. Yeah. no. But here's a, free, here's a free for Whittingham and a Sean Whittingham and he's not beyond the house of possibility that he would lend this one. He's going to land very, very close to Bodike goals, if not all the way over the bear. The man who was brilliant for St. Joseph Tuller. He strikes it, doesn't strike it as well, it doesn't meet it on the money. The ball blocked down. Ada Dye blocks this one and it comes into Sean Wiley. Wiley goes into Nile Bolton, turns off his left, clears that ball out. Kearney goes up with Brown. Brown does well, gets the ball, but Kearney does even better. Here comes Fergal Kearney, a man who has done games for us here on Scarabake really. And Jamie O'Donnell, in fairness to O'Donnell, he does well. O'Donnell is fouled. I suppose Patsy, in fairness to O'Donnell, he has to be, he's been one of the shining lights uh, here on the Barker. I would think he's man in the match for me at the moment, for especially for Bodike. And I know Tull have a few men in the matches, but uh, only for Jamie O'Donnell around the middle of the park there, first half, and now at the start of the second half, uh, Bodike would be in serious trouble. Yeah, and a free on his own uh, 45 metre line going to be taken by Shawnee Dyle. Seamus Quigley had made his way, and indeed, Shawnee Dyle has gained about 10, 10 metres. Will that be the difference between the, uh, this ball dropping chart and going over? It's 110 for Tuller. It's eight points. It's dropping, it's dropping, but it's dropping out to the right hand side and gone wide. The score remains one goal and 10 for Tuller, eight points for Bodike. And Pat, Bodike are going to have to get more out of that, them those forwards. They, they, you know, there's no. Real, the cutting edge isn't really there at the moment. Yeah, well, that was one of those 90 yard or freeze that either went over or didn't for a great point, and no blame to Shari Dolly from that distance. But as I said, yeah, I suppose the ball, as he 
But I got uncomfortable Leo in the middle third because they're a bit weaker. They're not getting time to strike in lovely ball into Murray and the lads inside. Willie Fitz and those. So it kind of it's kind of it's, it's kind of ball that just maybe favours the back as much as the forward. But uh, no no question they're trying very hard. As we said, I, I love how Jamie O'Donnell is working so hard for Padraig. And as yeah. you speak, he's on the ball again and he's got Another the ground again. Yeah. Say, I don't know. He's having a blinder in the middle of the field. Jamie O'Donnell, great ball out from Wiley. Wiley beginning to come into the game for Padraig. You know, Sean Wiley who carried came into the game on the back of, of, of an illness and great credit due to the men to be out there at all uh, uh, Petsy Faye yeah absolutely I heard about that there during the week uh, Leo kind of came, came as a surprise but look at no doubt uh, Shawnee once he was passed with a, with a clean bill of health that he wanted to be out here today yeah leading the team and Shawnee Dyle is this one going to nail it it's dropping it's dropping but again it's dropping oh, to the left hand side and wide and chance is going to bigging and I think Chris Maguire is going to have a word with what really fits and Paul Lynch they're two big <laughs> men but I tell you one thing there's a couple of bodies have gone to the ground he's gone into jumper bodies have gone to the ground every time <laughs> the ball dropped Paul in there Lynch the feeling there it's one Ogunlo making a comeback is 2.14 for Ayn Kilimona 2.9 for Ogunlo expect fireworks there this could this is going to go to the wire there's no doubt about that and I'm just looking if he has a word with Paul Lynch and Willie Fitz here if he pulls out a car Paul Lynch is already on a car to we uh, for a couple of fuckler in the wrong direction I know in fact it's the, maybe it's the, the armband or something he's been, been, been straightened out there but no, he does. He have a word with Paul. No, he says no. He what? He by, He's talking to someone anyway. Talking no, to talking to someone. Sleeve, yeah. He's talking to someone anyway. The, 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 but anyway, here's the, we're going to restart. We have five minutes gone here in the second half. It's Tulla one ten, but Ike eight pints and Denver and Sean Torpy coming up nice and calmly up along here in front of the dugout here on this stand up side here. Thomas Minogue and he goes short out to Liam McInerney. McInerney is a good cornerback for Tulla and he goes over, hits the ball out, but Torpy does a good touch on Torpy. Torpy gets away from Petty Fitz and drives his ball up into the corner uh, for uh, Dara Curry who turns night, who turns Tiernan's Statue. And here comes Curry coming in down the inline. Curry, a man with great experience, cuts the ball across. He's going to be across to Whittingham. Whittingham is tackled by Anadai, being held up by Anadai. He's trying to get in. And uh, uh, I'm not too uh, sure, Chris. I thought Anadai had held him well, up there on that occasion. Whittingham had to hit down, which you're entitled to do and go. But it is one of these 50-50 ones, Patsy. Yeah, I thought it was a good, I thought it was good defending now, in fairness. And I, I'd, I'd be the first to say, you know, giving advantage to the forward at times. But I thought, thought that, was, that was outstanding defending. He stood him up. He kind of rolled with him, if you know what I mean. And... Uh, I think Chris give a give a give a handy free there for for Tullet, to be honest. Yeah, and a free, and you would expect uh, Dan to to put this one over the bear. You know, he's a prolific free taker. There's no no doubt about that. And here comes Dan. And he naturally puts this one over the bar and Tuller stretched the lead to six points, Pat. Tuller won 11, but Ike eight points. Yeah, and I suppose <coughs> Tuller getting a couple of points that Ike needed early in the second half. Uh, probably six and a half minutes in. Yeah, but Ike just, again, struggling struggling to get to the pitch of the game. Leo struggling with, again with power, I think. And, you know, on the 50-50s, probably losing out most of them. And Dara Corrie, look at his reason. Yeah, Corrie, uh, uh, look at Dara Corrie. One goal and 12, 10 points. Brilliant ball from Lee McInerney uh, here, the cornerback, moving out the field pick up Tom Minogue. lovely ball in in front of, of Corrie Corrie that's meat and drink to Corrie all day and while that was uh, while that was score was on but I were playing with 14 men now Kieran Hickey as Thomas uh, Carl McKenna is gone off there to, with a hand injury to, to get looked on so Kieran Hickey he's back in as the blood seven quickly goes long with this one looking for Shawnee Dial there's no but I play within 30 yards of the goals but the ball is blocked down by Tony Layden Tony Layden out to David McInerney out to Layden again Layden is lording it in the half back line and over, getting plenty of time to hit the ball in for the likes of Corrie Corey has he's been made up now by uh 
Stetri, Stetri, and that ball comes across on Dara Curry. But Petsy, unless Podaik are going to put in more tackles in, you know, they're letting these taller defence out at will. Yeah, they're standing off a bit, Leo. They're, they're a little bit hesitant now in the tackle now, which 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 wasn't like it in 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 in, in the uh, in the first half there before half time. Podaik were, were 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 really getting stuck in, but there's a little bit of hesitancy now. And when you get hesitant, a bad ball across the middle intercepted by Sean Whitcomb. And here comes Dan Whitcomb, and Dan Dan gets the ball. He's going to be meet and drink for quickly, quickly. Going to launch this one. Goes goes out for Shawnee Dyle. Shawnee out for missing the power position. He's going to shoot from the 65 metre line. Shawnee Dyle. In fairness, that's uh, a very good score from the sick of Shawnee Dyle. But give credit to Quigley. Great, well well spotted by the by the goalkeeper. One goal and 12 for Tulla. Nine points for Dyke, Pat. That's the, the point of the game, Leo. In fairness, uh, and it's Robert Dyke. But Quigley, so can they found uh, found Shawnee about 63 or four metres out on the right hand side, right into his hand, and Shawnee took one step forward and. Placed his feet, beautiful oh. strike. He's one of the nicest strikers you'll see. And the ball breaks out. Shiny Dial gets fixed away oh. there from. And here comes Petty Fitz. Petty Fitz trying to take the ball away, but it's Sean Torpy coming back. It was a push in the back Tor- there by Andy McInerney. Yeah, Torpy tackle for sure by McInerney. The ball comes up to Whitcomb. Whitcomb gets out. A high tackle by Aina Dial. The referee has to hand up. Aina Dial goes high the second time. But Whitcomb, oh, Dan Whitcomb. That's a great score ah, from the stick of Dan Whitcomb. Oh, ball over the bar. One goal and 13 for Tulla. Nine points of a dike. Yeah. Aina Dial surely picking up a card. We indeed, I think this may be for the second challenge to hit high tackle, but think, uh, think, advantage played, uh, and, and then then is gone to ground. And uh, uh, I think Leo, that's 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 that's, 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 that's as Pat says there, Charlie Dyle's points in the match. I think they actually outdone it there. That was a fantastic yeah. score, that's fantastic score there by Sean Whitcomb. Yeah, uh, by 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 oh, Sean Whitcomb, sorry, Sean, Sean Whitcomb. Yeah, yeah. Hard enough to manage one Whitcomb without having to manage two and of course the, the further harder enough men to manage abroad in the line does not over that but uh, uh, he's a cute Kerry man that says he knows nothing about hurling I beg to differ but anyway it's a free a puck out going to come from the goalkeeper uh, Seamus Quigley I see Ronan Malai out there with water Ronan uh, has out of the game today due to an injury picked up John Brown coming in from the field that's lads going out here out of the line and back in I tell you what eyes and eyes and, and, and the back of your head here Malai is uh, the the, the, the He's the Ishka bottle man there, the Bujay Ishka man today, and here comes Seamus quickly with his puck out. And they're trying to bit of a bit of urgency now. It's one goal and 13 to nine points. He goes long, straight down the middle, but that's all he meet and drink to Tony Dade. And the ball, Fergal Kearney has it. Tom and Oak trying to get it. We're on the Bodike half forward line. We're trying to drop what I can try to get, but it is Whitcomb. And in fairness, this man, Dan Whitcomb, has yeah, had a difference. fabulous introduction since he came in. Gives the ball out. Here comes to Meehan. Meehan has time to spray the ball in, but it's Wiley. Sean Wiley. Wiley by name and Wiley by nature. Lovely pop ball in. Looking for Ian Murray. Murray. And uh, Murray is definitely gone. The hamstring is gone on this occasion. There's no doubt about that. He's gone to ground. Uh, he's heavily strapped up, but didn't seem right running out for the ball. He has gone down, and that's a big blow to Badaik. The ball, Cormac Tracy puts up the hand and blocks it. Tom Wiley just drives it down. But Badaik are down a player up here. And Tom Minogue, in fairness to Minogue, should be a great score for Minogue if he gets it. Yes, it should be a great score. score. It's yeah. a brilliant score uh, from the stick of one of Badaik's leading lights here today. Really, the, the leading light in the Badaik forward line, Tom Minogue. And well, one, one goal and 30 to 10 points the great for tomorrow, Tom and Oak and Jamie Udon today is exemplary for Bodike Leo and they have kept in, in terms of just creating a bit of pressure on Tuller they've kept they've kept Bodike in the game in that sense uh, beautiful score uh, and a well deserved score at this stage 113 to 10 Jamie Howard on for Bodike and again good sportsmanship from board camps there as the Bodike physio Stephen Corridan and the Tuller physio you know uh, Keith Hassett uh, coming to the attention there of uh, Ian Murray and helping him out. And there's Kevin Conlon. Kevin, Kevin was rather liberal with the steps on that occasion. And Conlon gets the ball in towards Conheedy and Tracy. Conheedy 
Has in the hole, lot done since that wild swing in the first half when that ball comes out off the stick of him. He got the hurley into block down. There's no, in fairness, a uh, good, good defender by Quinheed. He didn't let hold Cormac Tracy. 113 uh, to 10, 10 points here in 11, 11, and 12, 11 and a half minutes gone in the second half. And But I just about, just about hanging in there. Tuller, who would be one of the favourites for the Paddy Brown. The ball comes back to, to Wiley. Wiley drives it up the field. And the ball goes over the head of Willie Fist to Paul Lynch. And Paul Lynch just gives the ball out to David Meehan. David Meehan does the ball defeat him. Indeed, don't think it's won by Sean oh. Brown and Sean Brown is pickpocketed by Niall, Niall Barton who gives it in to Dan Whitcomb here comes Dan gets away from Aina Dyle Aina Dyle trying to get back Whitcomb oh. has the ball in there's a chance here it's a chance for Conheedy Conheedy trying to get the ball and a free in free for in. Andrew Conheedy a foul by Sean Wiley I think in, in fairness Pessy uh, deserve free in for Tulla yeah look at it was definitely a free in but Sean Brown had a chance there he was just too slow in it pickpocketed there by Niall Bolton and all of a sudden the ball was up the field and uh, you know only for uh, you know, probably a, a good free to give away, I suppose, Leo, as you call it at the same time. Leo, you've seen them more often. I, I, I'm very impressed with the pace of Dan, Dan Whittacombe. I know Sean isn't the best in the world with brilliant hands, and, and I know he, he's contributed an awful lot to the teams he's played in both school and club lately. But Dan, to me, looks like a speedy a speed merchant and just mad for this game, making a point that he should have started. Yeah, and I tell you, what, I, I'd love to be at that kitchen table in Whittacombe <coughs> this morning when he was told he wasn't playing. But um, Dan, I, I see Dan playing for, against St. Flannan's inside in a hearty game inside in Cusick Park a, a couple of years ago. And he he caused St. Flannans an awful lot of problems on the day. And Flannans beat on them won that hearty. Now, they won that day by 10 points for a finish, but it wasn't anything that um, Dan Whittingham didn't, didn't do on the day because he was excellent, as was uh, the Drahar, Sean. And he puts another one over the bear to make it one goal and 14 for Tulla. 10 points for Brike. And the scoring difference is now really going to come into play here as it's two goals in 18 to 213 in favour of Aiden Kilimona. Again, Ogunda, great catch by Lovely. Jamie Howard. Instant introduction from Howard. He's had a shot from Howard. That's yes, a tremendous so. introduction from the stick of Jamie Howard a young player and his first year in his immediate team put up the hand out in front of Liam McInerney no fear great stuff from Jamie Howard 114 for Tulla 11 points for Bedike Petsy yes a great great score he found himself a bit of space I actually give credit to Quigley in the puck out found the runner and into his hand and straight over the bar then Vaughan goes long on this occasion Cahill Dyle backpacking uh, backtracking and the ball goes in David McInerney but good flick by Cahill Dyle Aina Dyle tries to get the ball up but it comes to David Meehan Ooh. Meehan gets away from John Wiley this could be a game changer. Meehan gets the ball across. Oh. Goal for Tulla. Dara Curry finishes the ball to the net for Tulla. 2.14 to 11 points. Pat, I think Bodike's championship hopes are hanging by a very slight thread. Uh, no question, but in fairness, no great work by Meehan. Meehan did all the work there and did an absolute, ran at the defence really hard and with pace because he's not the strongest man in the world. We showed the Olympia Hills there and flicked a fabulous ball across and no better man than, than um, Derek Curry to finish. Yeah. Derek Curry, to my mind, look at Benoli, how, how, how much ability this guy has. He's been on Clare teams, he's been off them, he's been on Tuller teams and he's been injured and he's been uh, all over the place. A huge man, but brilliant pair of hands as well and that was a lovely, lovely finish but uh, as I said a credit to me and for, for the whole set up there Sean Brown's last action Leo yeah, uh, that Sean, last action Sean Brown he was gonna... slow and deliberate on the ball and he's got taken off and Peter Flower is in Peter Flower and Peter Flower hopefully Peter Flower's going to blossom here's a man that has blossomed all day and he blossomed to another score that's Jamie O'Donnell over the bear two goals and 14 for Tulla 12 points for Blake Betsy that scoring differential is probably looking poor for Blake we'll have to do the Mets as we're, as we're, as we're watching but uh, at the moment it's not looking good at the moment but look at uh, there's still plenty of time can Budike muster a goal to 
get the, get the juices flowing again for the last 15 minutes. Ball blocked on by Aina Dyle to Niall Bolton. Niall Bolton goes in with the ball, gets the ball back to, to uh, David Meehan. Meehan has he's a lot of ball here in O'Garney Park today. The ball he's out to the corner for Jimmy. Jimmy O'Garman. Jimmy gets the recycles the ball back to Conheedy, but Conheedy doesn't make any great uh, attempt to get that one. Ball goes out over the line. Cahill McKinnon with the line ball. Goes short on this occasion to Shawnee Dyle. Shawnee Dyle trying to get away from Fergal Kearney, being picked up there now by Conheedy. Conheedy, I tell you, gets a good block down on that occasion to Kearney, but the ball comes into Sean Wiley. Sean Wiley, Sean, oh, I hit a high tackle there. And Chris McGuire is, I think, rather slow in, in, today in, in signal for some of those frees, uh, Pat. Yeah, that's also twice. Even the penalty, I think, at, at no stage, they put those two hands out, making it clear as well, even though we all felt it had to be. But, uh, yeah, uh, you, I do like reference clear hand signals because, you know, straight away you know wh- what the free is, what direction it is, what it's for. They usually give good signals. And uh, I know some, some refs are maybe overly demonstrative, but you certainly like to see the signals and like to see clear signaling. But look at Chris McGuire doing a decent Johnny job. Johnny free goes in. Mano Mano goes up, but who's there? Sean Torpy, he's caught many a ball in Digital Square. And here's a man who's going to catch him for years to come. It's Tony Layden. Tony Layden gives it out to the very industry David Meehan Meehan gives the ball out to Kearney Kearney doesn't stand where he gets blocked. that ball he's blocked down into Peter Flower Peter Flower lets the ball go straight but here's a man who's played in brilliantly since Tuller came on and that's Dan Whittacombe who gives it out to Sean Torpy Sean Torpy gets out Aina Dyle goes out but he's turned by Niall Bolton Niall Bolton is met by Thomas Wiley gets the ball out to, to Sean Whittacombe here comes Sean Whittacombe Sean Whittacombe gets a shot in from Sean Whittacombe and he splits the post and Tuller are really flying it now two goals and 16 for Tuller 12 points for, for Budike I'm just doing the match there Leo just, uh, you know we're getting into the nitty gritty of the stage now but Ike look like they're at minus 8 now at the moment and if we go, go to low hang on and maybe win by the, that 4 points at the moment they are minus 4 so it looks like the, but Ike are out of the championship if the score stayed the same at the moment and the ball is with Kevin Conlon and Conlon gets the ball he overhits the pass out to Sean Torpy a bit of careless there from the stick of Kevin Conlon he's been steady steady 2 goals and 15 for Tuller 12 points for but Ike here and we're gone halfway through the second half but Ike finished well against Ogunlo in White at the last day they're going to have to finish very very well here in O'Garney Park against six against Tulla here in Six Mile Bridge. Two fifteen yeah. for Tulla. Twelve points for Budike. I suppose Pat Tulla would be one of the favourites to, uh, for the intermediate championship and well justified their favouritism here today. Ah uh, yeah, Leo. I mean, just let watch this. There's Morgan in there and uh, free out is it? Free out. Yeah, off on the sideline. And, 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 uh, and Danny Vaughan wasn't overly confident about stopping it. He did stop it on the foot on the, on the line. But anyway, it's a free out. It must be square. Yeah, he ball. gave a free again. Penny Fitzgerald well, coming from the square. But no, I'm. You know, Leo, Tulla have been threatening to win this intermediate now for two or three years, maybe four years or five. And, uh, you know, it's time for them, as well as sometimes it's just time to, to show show your colours and get up and do it. And uh, in fairness, they make it a fair. After a bad start to this campaign, they really are up and up in their game. And they have some, some good players and they're playing very, very well at the moment. And here's one good player, McInerney, and he's bearing down on goals. And here's another chance for Canidi. Goal oh, for ah, Tulla. Andrew Canidi, a man who, to be quite honest, is lucky to be on the pitch, but he sticks the ball into the back of the net. Three goals and 15 for Tuller, 12 points for like That is championship over and out, Patsy. Uh, it is. Uh, they might have a get-out clause. There's a late go- a goal there for Ogunlo. So a draw a draw still has Budaik possibly still in the championship uh, on the other side. But they're going to have to start keeping the score down now and chip on a few scores themselves, Leo. It's not about winning the game now. It's about bringing the deficit back down to a more reasonable a reasonable scoreline now, Leo. And here's Conor Murphy, a man with unbelievable pace, being yeah. introduced for Tuller. I'm surprised he's not on the team. And here's Andrew Conheedy making his way off, off of the field of play not too far away from where, where he could have gone early on the first half but look in fairness he's a good hurler as Kennedy the ball breaks in from Willie, into Willie Fitz Willie Fitz that's the way to do it Willie over the bar narrow the deficit 3 goals and 15 for Tuller 13 points for Wadaig Pat yeah and as the Wadaig won't die down Leo but look at Tuller's goal look at 
the run forward from David McEnany there, and that's the class that a few clubs have, Leo. He, he just raced through the defence, but the hand pass across Given it to the man, the better position, was perfect. Pat. It was Kilkenny style. It was Kilkenny-esque in its, in its accuracy and to spot him as well. Uh, and uh, most players that have gone for the goal there probably got hooked or maybe missed it, but, you know, a brilliant, brilliant finish, but uh, uh, so well set up. And... Uh, um, what you call Daniel Vaughan has caught a very easy one there into his hands yeah from, a ball from, from Joe Petty, Petty Fitz is after coming in late there on on, on Fergal County I don't think there was any intent by Petty as you, or by Petty as you can see he's gone back checking, checking to the to see how uh, Fergal County is and County is you know he, he's a swashbuckler he's a he's Effective, player, actually, Leo. effective but direct. Absolutely. I was impressed with him now today as well. I'm really, really impressed, as I said before, with Tony Lane. I, I, I just love watching him play, Leo. He's, he just has a lovely action, a lovely movement, and a lovely striker of a ball. And most of the ball he's hit up to the forwards have been decent ball as well. Look at Tulla forwards. If they didn't score heavily today, they'd never score Lee because they've got some fabulous service from back, back to the field. Really great balls into, into Bolton. He was in there, into, um, into uh, of course, uh, Corey, Dara Corey has got some great ball into him. Uh, Conhidi got some great feed into him as well. And you know, when you get a ball in that favours you all the time, you're going to score. And uh, the, the Budike forwards have been kind of living off scraps, high ball and kind of low ball going in that was maybe hit, you know, maybe not to their advantage, you know, because they're under pressure in the middle, Thornton. That's the difference, Leo. Strong team, Tulla. And look at Tulla, to my mind today, Tulla, I know there's, there's 10 minutes left in this game and I won't write off Budike by any means, but Tulla looked to me look like serious enough contenders for this championship, I would say. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And here's a man, we know, a man like this man on fire here comes Curry. Curry, he's 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 not only green flags at the moment and they're trying to really put the kibosh in but like you know they, they were they're really <coughs> hurting over their first round defeat against the Gunlow they recovered well and the ball gone out for a Shaska Kui they recovered well uh, got the, the ship back on the on, on track with a good win over Ryan the Kilimona and they've Petsy they've really Pummeled, but I hear they have, they have, they have, they have used used the ball very well. They have speed off the shoulders. They're running through, you know, the middle as well. You know, they they they, they like the taller that p- 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 people would have would have thought they would have seen this year. They didn't see that probably in the league, and they didn't see it in the first round against against Ainley Kilmona. But I, I must say, you'd have to be impressed. There might with be the, there might be timing it right. There might you. be timing it right. I must say, I'm very impressed with Sean Torpy today. There, a wing back there for Tuller. I thought he's done a, done an outstanding job, uh, wing back, just reading the game, using the experience as you said yourself, Leo, to to snuff out attack after attack. But a servant has been to Tuller. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's a man that's going to be, he's a great servant with Freeze, and that's Sean Whitcomb also from play. And here he is from the Shaska Coeg, right out on the far side in front of Tommy Morris. Then Whitcomb, does it like a dart? And indeed, it is like a dart straight through. Bullseye over the bar. Another score for Tuller. Three goals and 16 now for Tuller. 13 points of like. Quick puck out. Out from Seamus quickly to Johnny Dial. Johnny Dial puts his ball looking for Tom Minogue. But Tom Minogue is fighting a lone battle up here in the in those forwards as the ball. Sean Torpy being held, held back by Peter Flower. Peter Flower with the ball. Torpy. I tell you, you won't take it off too easy. Off Torpy. He looks out for David Meehan. Niall Bolton also back, back in a position that he wouldn't be so strange to him. Back in the. When the oh. ball comes in, here's Jamie O'Donnell. A shot from Jamie O'Donnell. Oh, oh and I tell you, I thought it gone in, but it was blocked by Paul Lynch. And Paul Lynch comes out again. O'Donnell gives it out to the other Whitcomb, the second Whitcomb. That's Dan, and he gives a measured ball. Whitcomb to Whitcomb. And here they come. Whitcomb got up along the far side, being chased by Petty Fitz. Whitcomb. Some people say this man, he pops the ball into Murphy, and here's a man with blistering pace. Is he going to take it on Sean Wiley? Wiley, let's fly. Old school from Sean Wiley, and Murphy goes back. <laughs> I tell you, Wiley, I tell you, Wiley, he's, he's a fair competitor. Murphy's a good competitor as well, but I tell you, that was real old catch of the ass. Well, awesome thing. I really enjoyed that little incident there because uh, Murphy was showing savage pace, but Sean Wiley made him 100% on the shoulder, and then let, uh, well, he let fly when the ball broke on the ground, old style, and drove it nearly into, through the window of, of the dressing rooms. 
and then a good shoulder for, for, for when, when Murphy was, was, was upset over it and uh, absolutely nothing wrong everything right about it and the ball comes into Sean Wiley Sean Wiley does well as he turns and here comes Cahill Dyle Cahill has been quiet today trying to come out being fouled there by Derek Curry Dowsett not pass or by Niall Bolton Dowsett not pass but Ike needs scores and they need him quick in in Shannon is 2.20 for Aina Kilimona 3.16 for Ogunlo Cooley in the one either in the four in Shannon that's a major game can open Ogunlo pull it out of the fire and get through to the semi-final just imagine the Ogunlo fans know that with one point they will be rising that team in the last few minutes but I think they can do it yeah in, indeed they, they have Oh yeah, they have to win, sure. they have to win. And Shani Dyle, which is free. This is gone dropping around the Kanoiga. Dropping right down. Dan Vaughan has the hand up. And Dan Vaughan is safe as a house on fire in there. Dan Vaughan clears that ball. It was not his experience. Out, uh, out to the far wing. Looking for Jimmy O'Garman. Jimmy lets it go. But who's there? All he didn't trust is Jamie O'Donnell. Jamie gives it. Oh, I pass Sean Wiley one. Thank him for that one. Sean Wiley gets the ball out. Gets it out to Cahal McKenna. McKenna gives it out to Tommy. Tommy O'Wiley. Here's Tomas Wiley. Is Tommy going to go for a score? Tommy shoots yes, up his depth hand side. But it goes out oh. to the right-hand side and gone wide. The score remains. Three goals and 16 for Tuller. That's 25. But I 13 points. That's a 12 points differential. Patsy Fahey, Tuller completely in control yeah, and, w- and fully deserving of that lead. Absolutely. Uh, Tuller have sent out a warning shot to the rest of the intermediate campaign now that, uh, that they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in, a, in, a, in, a, in the next round. And, you know, we, we, we expect that from Tuller, but sometimes they, they can't bring it every day to the table, but they've brought it today and they're going through again right through the middle. Here's Jimmy O'Gorman and Desi, not only green flags. Curry, Curry in again. There's another goal from Dara Curry. Four goals and 16 for Tuller, 13 points for like They just cut through the Baraik defence like a knife uh, through butter <coughs> and Murphy you know they're really putting the the, the final nail in Bodice's coffin yeah. as if scoring difference was going to Sean, Sean Cooney going to make an introduction uh, for Bodice who's going off it looks like is it Willie Fitz and Willie who's just after getting that point there for like leaving the field uh, leaving the field to play and Sean Cooney you know who missed out the last day through to the unfortunate passing of his late grandfather Sean and we, we send our condolences to the, the Cooney family. Niall Bolton got off injured there, and he picked up an injury in a challenge to Raina Dial uh, earlier there about five minutes ago. And got a finger injury, Leo, and it looks, yeah, looks nasty enough. He does, he do, he it doesn't look good. And, and the, bullet, the bullet Mulconry, a man who got a winning goal in the minor B final years ago, he, he rammed it home for about one yard. He's back on for uh, for Tuller. Quickly goes at the puck out, out the far side of the field, where he's blocked down by Shane Hunt, is also on for Tuller instead of Kevin Conlon. Minogue puts a measured ball in, but who's Kearney is out. Peter flower out but Kearney this man is having a great game for, uh, after the Tuller defence in the full back line gets the ball up and who's up there Oli Whitcomb Whitcomb and Tracy Whitcomb lets the ball over his head goes back to Sean Wiley and Murphy top. Murphy was pushed in the back there on that occasion Sean, Sean Wiley goes to ground Murphy sitting down on top of him <laughs> and I tell you Wiley oh, oh I tell you Wiley's Murphy. after striking out and I don't think Sean Wiley is going to see the end of this game and Jim Hickey is over there Timpers by I, I think and that again no there was uh, Wiley was fouled there's no about that and by Murphy Murphy's needing setting his back and off him and annoyed but him a Wiley, bit, yeah. uh, Sean lit, lit out there so look but at but Sean, Sean will say he was trying to just break free he wasn't striking no he was just trying to break free of, of the men sitting on top of him but it looked it didn't look great but then Murphy kind of went back into it again as well and you look after each of them I'd say yeah, no. and Chris McGuire, Both. is he going over looking for Sean O'Uli? But Sean is gone out of the seat. He's got he told been told to Cam. I think in fairness to Maguire, he could have, but he let it he let it go. We're at in the closing moments here of this broadcast brought to you associate Dead Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction. And I'll make a foray into the forwards, Leo.
And our mess sponsor, Aina, going up. Uh, they can all hands on deck at this stage. And our mess sponsor today, Therese Brown, there in Carnival House, is Kevin Condon. I tell you, Tola are really uh, rotating, ro- rotating the bench. And, and Niall Barton seems in trouble down there uh, uh, for, 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 for Tola. You know, he'd be a, a huge loss as Tola move forward, Petsy. He'd, he'd be a massive he'd, he'd, man, yeah. He'd, he'd, he'd a great game today, Leo, in fairness to Niall Barton. He did a great game today. Yeah, his goal in the first half really turned the Shawnee Dial back in his own half back then. Would Blake be better off having Shawnee Dial above where you can get scores? This one is dropping down. Aina Dial is going to swing. He doesn't swing. He lets the ball down. Jamie Howard, who got a great point after coming on. McInerney goes to ground. Howard tries to win the ball, but he's beaten in this occasion by McInerney. And here's a man who has really had a marvellous impact. He's Dan Whittacom. And massive. Dan with a lovely pass out there out to Meehan Meehan for Tuller Tuller on fire not, but but I just seem to have thrown in the towel here the ball up to the lone man is Curry Curry and, and, and Tierno Stetri the ball comes out uh, Cormac Tracy Cormac Tracy gets it away but it comes out to Shawnee Dial but Curry is really working very very hard for Tuller Shawnee Dial coming out crosses his own half back line gets the ball out to Sean Cooney Sean Cooney gets it out to Cahal Dial Cahal Dial can Bryke make a foray in he puts the ball into Patrick Fitzgerald Patrick Fitzgerald a low ball from Patrick Fitzgerald is blocked down but Blocked down by Fergal Kearney, who hits the good thing any cornerback would do. Hit the ball out for the sanctuary or the sideline. We're in the time. It's 2.21 for Aina Kilimona. 3.17 for Gunlow. We're in at oh, time a in Shannon. A draw will do a Gunlow. A draw will do a Gunlow. One point. Three points. Can O'Gunlow find that one point to bring him through to this quarterfinal <coughs> of the Intermediate Championship? Just up from winning the Junior A Championship last year. The ball here is a line ball here for, for Budaik. Budaik will rule that last minute against uh, t- against Reinick in the morning where uh, Shane Hunt comes out and he's fouled there by uh, Shawnee Dial but I had a chance to beat Reinick in the morning on 40 the last moment that ball just wasn't played across and it you know went astray and Reinick in the morning went up and got a pint to draw that game which keeps their championship home and how vital is that pint now but here Dan Vaughan with the free for Tuller 21 metres out we're in the dying moments here 28 and, and a half. half minutes gone here in O'Garney Park in Tulla. 4.16 for O'Garney Park and 6 Mile Bridge. 4.16 for Tulla. 13 points for Bodike. Tulla uh, d- did a lot of training here in, in 6 Murphy. Mile Bridge as Cormac Murphy. Conor Murphy oh, pushed that ball over the way. 4.17 for Tulla. 13 points for Bodike. Tulla switched the training to, to Bridge and the Bridge switched to Tulla last week so it has paid off. The ball is out with Cormac Tracy, Petsy. I tell you one thing, the subs that are coming for Tulla are hungry, they're ambitious, you know, they've, 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 they've changed, they've added a new dimension to it so obviously they're wanting to, to, to make their places for the quarterfinal but any <coughs> sub that has come in either to Dan Whittacombe or, or, or Murphy there has done a great job and the ball is out switched by David Meehan he has hit a lot of ball it's Sean Wiley and Derek Curry Derek Curry it's 4-7 O'Gunlow have got a goal and is that going to put O'Gunlow into the semi-final of the championship I tell you one thing that is one of the best comebacks of the year in Shannon and great credit due to Cumberland Lucas Gale to O'Gunlow 4-17 O'Gunlow 4-17 Kilimona 2.21 that's a two point just 60 minutes gone 5 minutes of added time it's 4.17 for Tulla 13 points for Bodaik it's our two East Clare teams Ogunlo have bounced back from that defeat to Bodaik and Waikit the last evening to get victory here or in over Aina Kilimona Shawnee died bear and drawn from that pass from Jamie Howard the hand is up and Shawnee died puts that one over the bear advantage being let on by Chris Maguire 4.17 for Tulla 14 points for Budike I tell you all eyes are on, on Shannon at the moment and now Gunlo I tell you that will there's one thing about him Pat 
Never say die. Never die down. Only four seventeen exactly the same score that Rogunlo have and the Tull have here, but Rogunlo drawing their game and a tough one with Ryan Kilmona. Uh, it was a great battle there. But I hear obviously only scored in fourteen points. Not there they but look at that. They will all learn from this game. And he's given a free to Tulla there. Uh, Chris McGuire has kind of slammed uh, right sure, and, and and David McInerney went up for that one. I'm not too sure what happened there. He seemed to be all hands on deck and and the free had been given against the Bradman. Free for Tulla. Forty five metres out. Another uh, chance for. Uh, Sean Whitham to put another nail in the coffin of the Bodaik Championship hopes for 2022 but Patsy at the end of the day Bodaik you know missing a lot of players a big ask to have won the Intermediate League it is progress it is progress uh, and, and please God uh, the players that are missing as you mentioned earlier on will come back next year uh, ball hit off the post uh, Leo they are just uh, from the free should have been over the bar but it's going to be cleared by, uh, by, by, by Shani Wiley he's by in Sha- a great second half uh, he's in a great second half and credit Wiley you know young yeah. player and to go through what he went through this week and to be out there on the field and play here's Sean Cooney another man that won throwing the towel a young player with a tremendous future. Kearney goes to ground. He's been robbed there by Tommy by Tommy Wiley. <laughs> Tommy, or Tommy is met there by David Meehan. And he gives the ball back to Patrick Fitzgerald, who gives it back to Carl Dyle. Carl <laughs> Dyle coming through, being held up by David McInerney. Gives the ball out to Shawnee. Shawnee Dyle trying to get away from, from Kevin Conlon, being fouled by Kevin Conlon. Shawnee turns off his left hand side, goes out Shani. to the right, but the adventure free. Chris McGuire, hand to hand up advantage. It's all over in World Tones, and it's 4 17 for a gun That's 12 and 7, 29. 21 Ogunla win by two points. Ogunla in to the to the semi-final of the intermediate or quarter-final of the intermediate championship. Going to be joined here by the group winners it, here. Uh, it, it, Tola, Ogunla have two wins. That's four points. Tola will have two wins. Ogunla goes through the top of the group. Ogunla will have uh, four four points as well. It's about scoring difference uh, after that. Then Leo no, it goes head to head. Right head to head. Exactly. Ogunla won the head to head. That's that. Ogunla goes through as a top team. Tola scores. That's a brilliant comeback. To give credit to Ogunla, we gave him credit last week, two weeks ago against Budaik as well. Only for the last Skelly at halftime, they might have won that game even. But wondering had he handed many of those second half scores today? That's a big score line for Ogunla. And that's another point for Shani Dye to make it four goals to 17 for for Tuller, 15 points uh, for Budaik and I suppose Pat at the end of the day it's goals win matches and Budaik you know haven't got any goal in this year's championship that's true Leo and, and that's a very uh, kind of a telling statistic really and I, I think it just points to a lack of power up front you know and as I said some of the ball going in and at times I mean they are look at Shawnee Doyle was carrying Leo a good bit there with the fantastic scores he was getting from freeze and play now there was lots of other players playing well but you know you have to have inside forwards getting an odd green flag just to keep the, the opposition under pressure and keep the old scoreboard ticking over and just you know getting those margins that you want as well great long range point and Petty, Petty Fitz puts Petty it over Fitz. keeps that scoreboard 16. ticking 4.17 for Tuller 16 points over like 3 minutes into injury Centre injury time here is all but done here in O'Garney Park in the first of our double header here. Uh, brought to you associates with Derek Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael Long Construction, and our match sponsor on a double header today is Teresa Brown it. and Claraville House. And it's all over here in O'Garney Park in Tulla. I see Aina Dyle and David McInerney exchanging pleasantries. You know, they would have played one another uh, at underage. And in fairness, McInerney, good sportsman. And we just have to congratulate Tulla, Pat. Uh, an impeccable, emphatic performance. Leo, any day a team scores four goals in a championship game is, it means they have done an awful lot of things right. And front of the question of getting four goals and maybe eight or nine points when you know I got lucky goals and the point and, and they weren't maybe dominating the game. In this case, they shot over seventeen points and amazed. ten or twelve of them were very, very good points in play as well. Sean Whittingham obviously got a few fabulous ones from Freeze, but you know, the goals, you know, when, when players broke through the middle, people like Bolton had goals and he said, David McInerney had goals to supply goals and Dara Corey was the third man I was going to mention, had goals in his head, Carmack Murphy and, and those as well, Davis, and they came on. Uh, 
Dan Whittakim when he came in as well. I thought, was, I thought it was fabulous. Huge influence, yeah. yeah. I said, very impressed also with um, Fergal Carney, Tony Layden. Uh, lots of them. David Meehan had a good second half there as well. Sean Whittakim, some lovely scores from play and from freeze. But we mentioned the other big names. So Cormac uh, said, look at... Um, Four goals a series goal, and it'll win you most games, I think, Leon Hurling, and, uh, but I got none. So, uh, you know, to 17 points to 16 in terms of points, Tulla uh, winning there by one. But those four goals, and I mean, they weren't, the, the, the margin, I suppose, is near enough correct, on maybe, but like a little bit of a look at that behind in the scoreline. They fought hard. Very, very, a lot, lot of young lads there of 21, 22, 23, Leo, I mean, maybe 18, 19 as well. And uh, they'll come, and when the other players come back, they'll be a stronger team next year. But for now, their season has come, I think, to an end. But, uh, you know, they have an intermediate league and we're very impressed with that evening below in Bradford and uh, they did very, very well. And uh, this is a learning curve, Leo. And uh, who better to learn against than the likes of, than the likes of uh, Dara Corrie and, and, and David McInerney and, and fellas like that. And, you know, they'll come on from it. But Tulla, to my mind today, they've become serious contenders for this championship. I mean, I know, I know Tubber and St. Joseph's and one or two others are in there as well. But to my mind, uh, Tubber, they, they, put their, uh, they put their put their hand up today and saying, take a look at those lads. We are we're able to put up big scores. We're a strong team and uh, they will take beating. They will take beating, you know, there's no doubt about that and they'll be hungry to try to get back up uh, to, to senior status, there's no doubt about that but on a scoreline of 4.17 to 16 points, you know, is Tulla who go through and I think it is head-to-head Pats, isn't it? It is head-to-head it is head 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 Tulla going through from that group. Yeah, top two and Aina into the relegation playoff. Aina into the relegation into the playoff, so we look for Iker's safety from that, but but I could probably be disappointed, Leo on the performance today you know, they were they were expecting a bit more, judging by what I was talking to a few of the backroom team, you know what I mean, they were expecting a big performance today against local rivals, Tulla you know, but Tulla probably came with that, you know, attitude of, these could be very dangerous if we allow them to stay in the game they were hunting a few goals and the goals just seemed to kill off Budike, you know, at, at, at crucial stages of the match. At halftime, four points in it, Tuller doing all the hurling. I'm sure Budike probably would have said, let's, let's readjust and let's regroup. But like, just like the first half, Tuller got off to that, that outstanding start again to the second half and put the game to bed probably in the first 10 minutes. And all of a sudden, Budike then were, 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 chasing, were chasing the game. And they found their scores very hard to come by at times today, Budike. And they had no threat of a goal, Leo, as well, which is, which, which is probably the most telling, vital, by, by, as looking at it from, from, from the neutral here, they had no real chances at goal at all. Whereas Tuller were bearing down on goal a lot and uh, only for a, a less bit, bit ditch defending Leo kind of saved him for a few more goals as well. And Pat, you know, you, when you're looking at to, to, to win any championship, you need a pen of the players you need, and you need to be able to get green flags. Tuller had green flags. Also, the subs that came on added, you know, but Ike were running out of steam. The, the subs came on, you know, made a massive, uh, had a massive yeah. influence. And Tuller, they may have started the championship slowly, but to be honest, for instance, purposes, since Tuller came back down from intermediate, or back down from senior, this has probably been their best performance in the intermediate championship. Yeah, I would agree with that, Leo. Very, very impressed with them overall. I mean, they played some top-class hurling. And again, you know, you'd wonder how strong Budaik are, uh, you know, at this stage, with the players missing, etc., and with the youth of them as well. It takes a long time to adjust to, to adult hurling from fellas who are, who are good stars at under 20 and under 18. But look, at they're, coming, they're a coming team, no question. You're, you're local over a coming team, and they will come, and they will be more stronger for it. But uh, Tuller, to my mind, look at the knocking on the road a while Leo they're threatening a while and at some stage you've got to put your hand up and say look at this is it and we're going to do, we're going to show like we're going to do it and I mean the years are running out for one or two of their players as well so uh, you know Sean uh, Tor- Torpy had been around a long time maybe Paul Lynch has been around this while as well I'd say so there's a few of those lads but Pet they're like wine they get a good, good wine they get better, yeah. better get better with them leading the team from the back yeah, there the, but the two of them lads had great games yeah, fabulous uh, guess exactly what I'm saying but uh, t- look at it the time comes when they had to put their hands up and, and just get into that final 
and fight for it. But the subs, know. the subs for Tuller today were very impressive. Big difference. Yeah, like very imp- you could very say important. When they came on, especially uh, the, Ben Whitting and Topless. When he came on, yeah. Yeah. the game was in the middle of the half time. Yeah. And then he he was floating around there like a, yeah. like, like like a bee. Beautiful he, control he, of the ball. Beautiful control and beautiful delivery of ball into the forwards mm. as well. You know that's, and, that's and, the and, difference. And you're talking about you're talking about Dan Whitting coming on floating like a bee. But I tell you, Derek Curry had a sting of a wasp today, and we are known. But I can know as it was. But I tell you one thing: we got stung by Derek Curry today. But again, and a final point, Patsy Antola. Some of the scores, the goals they got in were like football goals. They, they heated across to the men in the better position, yeah. which is a sign of a team maybe that, you know, now they have to knuckle down and are just doing the right things. Well, as far as I know, I think Michael Cummins from Garth, I mean, I trained Michael Cummins years ago when we got to the county final, got, gone back to 2008. Like, he's, he, he's done the, the bit of a, I think he was with Kilnaynard for a while, I think, you know. So I think Michael Cummins well, yeah. came in late to the camp in, in Tulla. So obviously he's added a little, bit, a, little bit, a little bit of presence to the whole thing. They, they, they seem to be playing, like you said, as a team, you know, and maybe hitting the ball into the, into the, into the guy in the best position. So it looked to me like they've, 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 they've put up their, their hand today and said, we're going to be serious contenders for the intermediate. I was very impressed with Tuller today, I must say. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And Patsy, thanks for your contribution here today on Scarab Bay Community Radio. Pat, thanks to you as always for uh, round one. We'll be, we'll be going to take a break. We'll be back for the Bradford Mills game later. Thanks to Jim in the Control Tower. And thanks to our sponsors, Dair Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael Long Construction. And thanks to our Met sponsor here today in, in O'Garney Park, uh, Theresa Brown of Claraville House at Tungrainy, that four-star, Falter Ireland approved uh, b over there in, in Tungrainy. And, you know, a great welcome assured there and also thanks to uh, to Derek and Derek James and, and Sean for you know for all their work there as well also so look a family business and Theresa being the the banished door as we say or the <coughs> one as we say there so we wish them well and we thank them for their sponsorship so as we take our leave here at the end of the first match here in Organic Park it's disappointing for the men from Madike it's Tulla joy for the hill of Tulla tonight four goals and 17 for Tulla 16 points of Madike Tulla marching to the quarterfinals from our first game here in Organic Park it's Leo Dyle here Bannock Day August Lawn